in the beginning, God or science created the universe. 4.3 billion years later, they finally finished what they started and perfected Grand Prix racing and started Formula One. And 72 years later, the first ever F1 podcast was started, which is this one. The first ever. Never before seen. And this is... What the fuck is this called? Not on, not, this, <laughs> not on this occasion. Episode number three. Or what? Attempt number Attempt three? Is that what three. I called it? Attempt number three. Take three. Welcome, everybody, to not watch. Thank you for listening. I don't... Watch Mojo. <laughs> We're going to break down the top ten of Formula One drivers of all time. I... I'm Noel. I'm Delaney. <laughs> uh, and today we are going to be talking about everything. The races we missed, but only briefly because so yes, yesterday's sorry, guys. news. <laughs> sorry. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, some other things and then the Spanish Grand Prix for this episode because we'll get to it more at the end, but the format is going to change a little bit for this podcast. Maybe this will be permanent maybe it'll be long term that's i mean it is word. attempt number three so i mean we're just attempting at this thing so we can change it however we want and so yeah that's that yeah sorry guys we uh we missed uh we missed some races noel had finals i had life so <laughs> we just were a little busy at the time but we're back for right before the this is crown jewel of the year so this is this is you guys are not going to notice a huge difference because this episode will probably come out. I'll try to edit. I I'll try to get it out before Monaco, but we are recording it on the first day of practice. Yeah, we're so, we're so bad at this. Like so, qualifying is tomorrow. So, um, but but this is the closest we've ever recorded an episode to the race we're talking about because I think the other two were at least like two weeks after. So yeah, if Monaco's next weekend, it would be like perfect. But true, uh, no one cares. Who cares? That's it's, okay. It's, I'd rather record. I'd rather upload an episode late than record it late. So exactly, I think um, that is all well and good. So first, we're gonna go back and talk about Imola and Miami, but like super, super briefly because Imola was in April. It's been a it was month. Like April twenty fourth. <laughs> it's been a month since that happened. And to be honest with you, I don't really even remember it all that much because I don't think it was that. I don't want to say it was bad, but I don't think it was the best race of the season. The only thing I really remember about it is that Lewis Hamilton just did not score points. Like, he didn't rack. He didn't do anything. He just did not score points, which I don't think has yeah, happened he was, since, he like, was 13th. Was that the race that he was like, do they do they even get points back here? Yeah. <laughs> when he was in... No, wait. No, that, no, was, that, that was, was Saudi Arabia when he yeah. was in 10th. Um, oh, my God. They get points back here? It's like, wow, Lewis. So... I think that was the race Mercedes both, I think, got knocked out in Q1. Um, and then Lewis Hamilton just did not finish in the points, which is exactly what happened to Valtteri Bottas last year. And we all said it was that Bottas sucks. But I don't know. Um, George Russell, I think George Russell finished fifth or in the top five again. and he, he, he George Russell is the only driver that has finished in the top five every single race this year so far. So... Yeah, and I think I think it was after Imola actually that Nico Rosberg. Now it's all coming back. Nico Rosberg said, 
uh, who used to be Lewis Hamilton's teammate before Valtteri Bottas, and he won the 2016 World Championship o- over Lewis. As but, he should. <laughs> but Nico Rosberg said that, well, it's clearly not the car because the other guy finished fifth. Damn. So there's there's a lot of tense there's a, there's a lot of tension between Nico Nico and Lewis yeah. especially after that so um, but he kind of put him to the floor. <laughs> Damn, I know. Well, hey, your favorite person finished tenth. So yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that I I uh, I slammed on Yuki and he finished like ninth in Bahrain yep. or whatever, and then I slammed on Lance Stroll and he got two consecutive tenth place finishes, which is just one point, but that's still pretty good for. You just need to slam um, on K Mag a little bit more now so that we can. I'm slamming do on I'm slamming on Mick. All right, Mick Schumacher, yes. Mick, if you're listening, step it up, please. You're the only one besides Nicholas Latifi who has not uh scored points yet so yeah you're my least favorite driver for right now he has like glimmers of of like he like he can be qualified good good in imola and then yeah. spun out on lap one and know. then he was new. running in the points in miami and spain and then just didn't finish him i think he got i think haas are not that great with strategy right no. now they're really not i don't know i don't know what they're doing they're just they're just not doing it whatever they're doing they're not doing it right which sucks because they started out so well but they've kind of faltered a lot i think emma was also the first well charles leclerc finished six do you remember why oh he spun out oh uh, for those of you who are following our fantasy thing which we've talked about a little bit if you're familiar with f1 fantasy you know that you have a mega driver that t- used times three points i decided to make leclerc my mega driver that week and i finished third and guess who guess us. who made it to the first first place this one right here you guess who's still sitting in first me it's only getting worse for me i can't even afford my old team anymore so i've i have yuki sonoda on my team for monaco so oh there you go the mighty have fallen <laughs> oh no and then i think uh carlos sign dnf'd as well so again that's another th- i think we're we're talking about science later don't yeah. you worry people we're, we'll get to him. i have to talk about science um so next was miami which i thought was Super, super hyped up. I thought that was really cool. I thought the pre-race, I thought all the hype going into that race was really awesome. And then the race just kind of, kind of blew. Like, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought the safety car for whatever happened, like Gasly and Norris running into each other was just helped the race a lot. But, um, I, at the end of the day, it's still a street circuit. It was boring. I was just like kind of bored after a while. Like it was nothing was really exciting about it. To be, oh, I mean, it wasn't that boring. I mean, f- five people <laughs> DNF'd. So, I mean, it was like, uh. I mean, I feel bad for Norris. I literally was, so to give, to paint everybody a picture, I was sitting in a restaurant watching this and, and then all of a sudden Norris like hit the wall and I was like, oh my God. And I like yelled. And it was like me and my dad sitting at a bar. Like the bartender was like, what the heck? I did like Norris's basketball helmet though. That was pretty cool. I like that too. I, I liked the, I mean, I even in the pre-race I saw, I think you mentioned in one of the previous episodes, like Miami has like Cuban culture or whatever. I saw that in the pre-race. So they did like a good job of like selling it. And I mean, I thought, I mean, the Marina being fake was kind of stupid, but I thought it was funny. I thought (laughs) me and Noel were sending each other the funniest memes. If you want, if you want a certified F1 meme dealers, hit us up because we got some funny memes from Miami. Uh, And um, one thing that I do think is that, DRS was actually not super powerful, but it was not including Spain. It was actually the race with the second most overtakes. 
So I think I it know. had 45. Bahrain's the only one that had more at 58. So I think, honestly, I think the TV coverage kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, bring F1 to America and you get American racing coverage <laughs> yeah. where it's freaking terrible. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, it's a little boring. And another thing that I thought was pretty cool. Um, so the Miami Grand Prix actually broke a record for most viewers for a live F1 race. It, oh, I didn't know that. While you're finding that, I have a little fun fact. Miami was also the start of the W Series. That was where they started, was in Miami. It only just started, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And this is the first year that they have their own liveries. So they each really? each team has their own liveries. Yeah. A win for the women. <laughs> I actually I actually do remember. I knew that they raced in Miami, but I didn't know that was the season, the first race of the season, because I did watch the highlights for, for those races, and I thought they were pretty good. Yeah. Um. So the the average for the Miami Grand Prix viewers was 2.6 million viewers. It peaked at 2.9. And the record that it broke was for the Brazilian Grand Prix. Do you want to guess what year the Brazilian Grand Prix that formerly held this record was? Like 2004. <laughs> it was 1995. Oh Before we were even living. Yes. <laughs> to give you guys an idea of our age. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was, uh, it's not the most viewed F1 broadcast ever. I guess there was a Monaco race that was on tape delay that they got more viewers because it was course. right after the Indy 500. But um, <laughs> that is, so that was pretty is cool. Is it like worldwide views or American views? That was just America. F1 probably gets the most views in for any motorsport ever because well, yeah. it's worldwide. So that's it's that's only impressive for America. But yeah, oh. and that's really all that I have to say about Miami. Um, I think it was not terrible for like a first time out, but definitely not the best race. I think the they'll do better next year. My only two things I have to say is I thought the track was interesting. It was cool at first, and then I was watching the practices, and like there was that weird corner after the straightaway that was like every driver was like hitting the freaking curb so i was like this is kind of stupid and then that straightaway was like just stupid long it was cool to see them get up to almost like 300 miles an hour but like i was like okay and then they break and then they're done it's like not i don't know i just thought it could be interesting and then my second thing that podium was the worst fucking podium i've ever seen in a formula one race ever they literally made them for the people that see it they literally made the top three which was verstappen leclerc and signs put on football helmets to walk out to receive their fucking trophies it's america it's america football Football. it was so stupid it was like covering their face too i was like and they weren't even wearing the pirelli hats like they were wearing the helmets that's it were they like pirelli helmets i don't pirelli hold on i got a fact they've done that before for the russian grand prix they've wore those like soviet like hats yeah but the hat it doesn't cover your face like the football helmets look stupid because it covers your face completely Literally, the first video says, watch Unique Podium. Like, look at them. They are Pirelli helmets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely a little weird thing. I, I mean, I... Okay, okay. I should say they put on the hats afterwards. It was just to walk out. Okay. And then do they the anthems and stuff. The thing. But I, I do say... I, uh, I do say... I will say, I thought it was really fun that Ricardo was like, the American anthem just gets me going. Or is that, I feel like that's an old video. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he said, I think he said something about some of the anthems bopping. So <laughs> they are, it's even worse that they have the chin strap like hanging. Like it's not even, I don't know. 
And then the clerk is like saluting people. It was just so, it was so cringy. Like it was just like a cringy podium. I was like, I don't like this. So yeah, Miami, do better next year. Um, let the hype carry out through the race. And that's all I got. said. Don't race in the middle of the day too. It was like really freaking hot apparently. I think so, but it's Florida and yeah. the summer-ish. So. Um, but mm-hmm. I think it had it had a ton of like uh, celebrities there too. I don't know. Oh, the, I saw the, the list uh, of the celebrities grid. was like I don't know how many pages. of you saw Martin Brundle's grid walk before it, where he <laughs> talked to uh, who he talked to DJ Khaled. Yeah, he talked to some random guy he thought was a celebrity. He talked to some <laughs> prince of a country he thought was just a random guy. It was such a mess, but it was kind of fun. So Michelle uh, Obama was sitting in Mercedes uh, oh, I think I garage. Saw that. And then David Beckham was sitting in, uh, or he was like, hey, him and his son were hanging out in the McLaren garage. Spawn. All right. So Spain now, without the S. <laughs> I was actually going to call this episode pain, or pain in Spain pain or something Spain. like that. Because, um, yeah. So the Spanish Grand Prix. So Light it up. I'll hit it. <laughs> Tee it off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I... I actually thought it was a really good race because um, Spain is typically not a good race. I think it I think it was pretty good last year, but it kind of got lucky for strategy. I think because they've stopped testing there, it has been pretty good. I even wrote in my notes, I must be insane. I'm very excited for the Spanish Grand Prix. <laughs> that was in the uh, right before the formation lap. Oh, my God. A little excited. So, yeah, I thought it was... Uh, Pretty good, pretty. I mean, the uh, I guess the second half was not as interesting as the first half of the race. I think uh, it it's like cooled off of a little bit, but that I mean that not everything did though. Mercedes. So, so, so um, but I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I I don't know. I think uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a good race too. <laughs> it was. It's probably the best Spanish Grand Prix I've ever seen. So. Um, it had element, it had a lot of surprise in it, a lot of stuff that just sort of happened. I mean, I don't, I can't not think of the last time we'll talk about more in a second, but I cannot think of the last time that the leader just blew up yeah. and retired. That hasn't happened since I think like 2016. So, yeah. um, that was pretty cool. I thought it was good. I thought it was really interesting when it came to, uh, I, I agree with you that like a lot of things happened that I don't, I couldn't have predicted. Um, I feel like the tensions are growing between the leaders now, so I think things are getting a little spicy. When Max it comes Verstappen to- is the points leader again. I mean, we were just talking; everyone was just talking about how no one's ever made up a gap like Leclerc had after Australia, and then yeah, I definitely think that the whole uh, is he the point leader? Yeah, Max Verstappen is the lead. Shit, and um, I think and Red Bull have the championship constructors lead. We're in the flow of things. But everyone, everyone, uh, I don't want to say Ferrari is pulling a Ferrari based off what I've seen in 2017 and 2018, but I definitely think Red Bull has the advantage right now, yeah. which is weird because Ferrari gets poles as fast as in practice. They're, they're fastest in Monaco as we speak. Yeah. And um, I don't know. They're no, just, Charles Leclerc is leading. In, wait. No, he isn't. Oh, that that was Monica Pack. You're like, no, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. There's there's no way. There we go. I clicked the wrong one. Sorry, sorry. Max Verstappen is leading, <laughs> leading by six points, and then Sergio Perez is actually third. 
with 85 points. And then drivers, constructors, standings is Red Bull by. It's like 20 something, I feel like. Yeah, it's like almost, yeah. It's 20, God, math. 23, 24, 24 points. Fill up, bring your stupid math over. Fill up. <laughs> what is 169? What is 195 minus 169? We'll make an editor's note on that. <laughs> um, editor's note, it's actually 26. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, we're going to not, we're not going to go to my team like we have in the past. We're going to try and do the notes thing like we did for Australia. We both took notes on this, so I think yes. we don't have like a, master list of all the notes we took so we're kind of just probably going to butt in and be like this was my note about this and this was my note about this that is how i feel about this first um, so the first n- note is on the incident that happened on the first <laughs> oh wrong one hold on <laughs> i have it hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. what's happened with the uh, max nothing just an incident on the race there you go so the first note I have is about the first lap incident between Kevin Magnuson and Lewis Hamilton. Uh, they ran into each other on the very first lap. Lewis Hamilton did not get a good start because I think he started on different tires than everybody else. And so he, I think it was Lewis's fault. I don't think he knew what he was doing. Or Kevin made it, I think it sound like he did it on purpose or like knew. I think he just, I think Lewis just understeered into him. Mm-hmm. But I still do think it sounds it's like a thing Lewis Hamilton would do. I I do think it was Lewis Hamilton's fault, and it completely destroyed Kevin Magnuson's race. Oh my god, poor K Mag! I literally felt that's literally all my notes. That is just poor K Mag. Like I feel awful. He I don't feel bad for super well. He did. He was gonna. He was gonna do so well that race. Like he was like up there. He was starting great, and then Lewis said, "Nope, nope." <laughs> um, and then uh, after that, Lewis Hamilton crying about how he wanted to retire on lap five. Oh my God. I literally thought that was so stupid. He was like, I, I think we need to save the engine for this one guys. And literally his engineer is like, Lewis, I think we could literally get P8 like at, at best, like please try. And I, I don't remember if it was drive to survive or like some interview he did, but I've heard Lewis Hamilton say before that he is a poor loser. Like he's, yeah. I've heard him say that before and it, is definitely true. Yeah, we've all seen it. Um, but I think he actually recovered really well. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, it would have been interesting to see, given everything that ended up happening in the race, what Lewis Hamilton maybe would have could have done if he didn't have if that didn't happen on the first lap because he was like, I don't remember how far back he was from the battle for the win or like Perez or Russell, but I think if he didn't. If that didn't happen, he probably could have contended for the win. Maybe he could have at know. least gotten P four. Yeah, he like I feel like I feel like he could have gotten it if if his car if like the Mercedes cars just didn't crap out at the end and like overheat essentially because they were literally like on the last lap and they were like um yeah we're like you got to be careful we're gonna retire here this is a DNF risk yeah like I'm they saying both that said that the both the. the strategists or whatever and russell said, said hold my beer <laughs> but then lewis was like oh okay and like backed off and like let carlos go so yeah i think he yeah. i mean he, in the end he recovered nicely and it is definitely mercedes i think 
They're back. I bet Zach a trillion dollars that George Russell would win the Monaco Grand Prix. I don't think he's going to oh. do that. They do not look very good this so far. I don't think but. you should bet that with Zach because you don't even hold that against you. You bet $5 Max would win, and I bet a trillion dollars that George <laughs> would win. So I don't know. Zach is a, a diehard Max fan. So... um uh, you hear that, Zach? Um, but yeah, uh, I don't think they 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 did. I think they finally kind of solved the issue with their car. They're still not like I don't think on winning pace yet, but no. they'll be there soon. I bet. Um, eh, I guess. <laughs> all right. Oh, that was the one thing about the Miami Grand Prix with Lewis is that he had a new front wing. Oh, really? I guess. I don't remember. That's what my dad was telling me. <laughs> He was like, yeah, he's got a new front wing, and that's why he's doing so much better. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. Well, he didn't do better, though. He, he did it. He still George sucked. Russell. George Russell is still like, sit down, old ton, old man. <laughs> like, fucking step aside. Although, I think George Russell got lucky from the safety car, if I remember correctly. From Miami? Yeah. yeah. I think that happened in both. That probably happened in all three of the races, uh, Australia, Imola, and... Um, he's just in the right place at the right time. I mean, hey, who can blame him? Lewis Hamilton fucking did it for years, so... Anyway, so my next note... Um, we got, we got to talk about turn four and that gravel, man, Carlos, it started with, uh, it started technically with K mag and, uh, Hamilton because that's where he like drove off into. Oh, maybe that's why you understeered. I never even thought about that. Oh, true, true, true. That could be why. But anyway, so Carlos did the same thing like a few laps later and I was literally getting flashbacks from his like last couple races of him driving into gravel. But this time he said, fuck this gravel. I'm just going to drive through it. He literally just like, he's, he, he spun out, went into the gravel and just drove straight through it. It said, fuck these tires. And I think, I think on the radio, as soon as he was like coming out of the gravel, he was like, I need to come in. It's like, no shit. <laughs> Fucking ripped up all your tires. I think he stayed out for a little while still. Yeah. And then, and then literally not even a lap later, Max did the same thing. Yeah. It was, um, it was crazy. Uh, Carlos Sainz. I'm not particularly impressed with Carlos Sainz Same. on these occasions. I uh, Let's see. He retired in Australia. He crashed in Imola in – did he cr – no, he crashed in practice for Imola and then yeah. spun out on the first lap and got stuck in the gravel. Yep. And then Miami, he crashed in practice, and I think he – He did he, he I think he finished third in Miami still. Oh, no, yeah. He's he, still yeah. – um, I was just, I don't know. He is not very exciting. He was very far off in Miami still, and he was kind of far. I mean, he was already pretty far off in this race. I think he, I don't remember if he lost positions at the start or he didn't qualify good, but I'm just not, I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not impressed either. I mean, I think it's just like, because Ferrari is just building their team around Charles, so. But. He's never, he's never been in a winning car before Carlos no. Sainz. So that's definitely part of it. But I I don't know. It's just kind of face palm. Honestly. So the next uh, note about is this is Red Bull reliability, which has been a story of the fucking season so far. It's uh, this time it was kind of the weirdest one. Uh, Max Verstappen's DRS not opening or it would open and then immediately shut, or yeah. he'd press the button a thousand times and flip out on the radio, like, you can't get the fucking DRS yeah. to work with the... <laughs> he was kind of throwing a little hissy fit. It was a little scary. And even the commentators were like, uh-oh, Max is mad. Like, nothing good happens when Max is mad. Like I don't... I, I, I saw what 
happened, I, I, why Red Bull had the problem with the DRS, it was like a weight reduction thing, and they made it like too light mm-hmm. or the activation, so it just kept getting shut by the like the force or whatever. But such a weird thing to happen because we'll talk about George Russell in a sec, but he got stuck behind there, and yeah. George Russell was doing like a mega job defending, but. I mean, Red Bull's still a faster car, so it's definitely like um, it's definitely the weirdest because it happened in qualifying too. It's definitely the weirdest reliability issue I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I agree. I feel like it's it, the biggest thing for me that I took away from that is that like like drivers rely so much on DRS to pass other drivers at this point now. Like you couldn't even get past Russell, which it could also just be like how they've developed the cars up to this point now to basically be a fundamental feature of the cars, which they did talk about. They were like, like Max was like, this is the fundamentals. Like what the fuck guys? It's like, okay, but like I want to see an entire race with no DRS and just see what happens. It'll probably be boring as hell, but like, I feel like the, the whole DRS thing is like, it needs to be used sparingly, I feel like, and people are using it a little too much. It's um, definitely something that I think F1 would like to get rid of. It's definitely something that we don't want to have to have to, to, to pass, but you can't really get rid of it right now because it's so important to sure. pass. You can't, plus it's, I mean, it's Spain, so it's not an easy track to pass on anyway. Right. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, and I think I mentioned that in the, the one of the previous episodes, but it definitely was a little bit too powerful in the first few races, and I think it was better in, like, Imola and Miami, but still it's definitely not the ideal no. scenario. No, I agree. <laughs> Random note. That's my next one. Um, there was a woman on the Red Bull pit wall. <laughs> Her name is uh, Hannah Schmitz. She is a senior strategy engineer with Red Bull. She was with, um, I want to say she was with Williams before. I can't remember. I like did a brief Google search of her because I wanted to like say her name and like actually put her correctly. But hey, that's good. A win for a woman again, as I am the diversity hire. <laughs> Congrats, women. We're here. We uh, we are here. We're present in F1. You may not see us a lot, but it was just cool to see her like on the broadcast because usually like they show the pit walls like a bunch of dudes all staring at I the think, screens. Um, there used to be, I think back when it was Racing Point, they had, I think they had female pit they had like members. They had like one or two. There was someone on the pit wall and then I think there were actual like, like a pit crew, pit person. crew people. Yeah. I don't know how many there were. There was, I don't know. There was one woman, I don't know her name, um, she just moved on like she just like quit but she was a part of mclaren but i think she was like the social network media person for lynn norris okay she she was like she was blonde and she like was with lynn norris a lot and i think she was like the social person but like on the broadcast like she would always be like standing behind the pit crew so like people always saw her of course there's angela too oh yeah lewis hamilton's um angela we love Angela. Lewis Hamilton's mom. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. That's amazing. And his boyfriend is Rocco. Lewis Hamilton does love his dog. Oh, my God. Um, and Lewis Hamilton's dog is vegan also. So. Yeah. Amazing. Good for that dog. He's going to have so many health issues. It's a freaking American, like, an, like an English bulldog. 
Yeah. So, yeah, he's like chunky as hell. So, Lewis Hamilton, if you're watching this, um, please stop, stop feeding your feeding dog. Feeding your dog, natural balance, vegan, whatever, the feed, <laughs> vegetarian or whatever. Vegetarian. Quit feeding it fruits and veggies. It's a freaking dog. It needs meat. And then Angela, what a queen. She's like literally always right there. I feel like that would get annoying. I like, I like watching, I've seen a video a long time ago of Lewis Hamilton like riding on his scooter. And Angela's just running behind him, like having to catch up. <laughs> With like all of his stuff. She always has like four bags on her. I guess uh, she's a personal trainer. I looked, me and my dad looked her up one time. He was like, who the fuck is this girl? She, she gets to like do a lot. She, she, stands, has, she, she stands next to the car. She, yeah. I mean. Because Lewis Hamilton was like, I want her right here. She's, she's a, she's an athlete. She, I think she either played rugby or soccer. She's from either the UK or Scotland or that area. She has a husband and kids. I don't think I've ever heard her talk now that you met. No, she's just. <laughs> they don't interview her on Drive to Survive. She's an enigma. She's just there. She probably doesn't want to be interviewed. She's like, what am I going to say? I give Lewis Hamilton his tissues when he cries about losing. Like, <laughs> I wipe his dog's butt because he's feeding him <laughs> oh, vegan oh, food. <laughs> oh, I hope they pay her well. I, I, she probably, she must be because she's away from her husband and I kids all the time. they pay her the babysitter well. Um, <laughs> Uh, blimey is within my next blimey <laughs> Russell Russell Captain what did I call him Captain Grand Great Britain yeah Captain uh, oh shit yeah I forgot about that yeah because he's got fucking abs of steel have you seen his abs <laughs> no I have not I, I know we <laughs> joked about that we watch that men are watching for the hot F1 drivers but I a joke? do it's not real. I'm not saying it's real. <laughs> I'm just saying I didn't pay that much attention to what goes on off track Oh, that reminds me of the Miami. Did you see the McLaren Miami thing where they were wearing like the crop tops with James Corden? No. You didn't see that? No. The cursed image? Oh my God. <laughs> I will say, speaking of pop culture in Miami, um, for those who are interested in multicultural music, Bad Bunny like rode in a car with Sergio Perez to the to the stadium together and like Red Bull recorded it. It was just them two like talking in Spanish to get with each other. <gasps> No way. How have I not seen that? I, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I think the most cursed thing is James Corden. Like it just, yeah, that's just the there. most unnatural part of the image. Like it, it looks photoshopped. He looks honestly. shopped in. Like he yeah. doesn't the lighting I don't think matches. I think I think they so are photoshopped. James Corden could be shopped into that. I didn't it's think it's probably about Zach that, in the middle with another crop top, but they <laughs> photoshopped it. I Zach need Brown to see is just that. There. <laughs> Hey, we got Gunter and an oldie ad. Now we're going to have Zach Brown and crop tops. What is this fucking season come to? So, um, anyways, that's the, that's the kind of shit that Philip is not liking. Like all right, Philip, I like gay, whatever. I was about to, I was about to praise Philip. I was like, all right, Philip, you can bring more of that to the, you can bring more of that to the table. We like that. Cause that is after woman, which is what I wrote. Woman. That. So la, 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 la. woman, <laughs> good commercial break. All right, so Russell versus Verstappen, or Russell versus everybody, honestly. Dude, yeah. He, um, I, I did not, I don't want to say I disliked George Russell last year, but he I thought he was annoying. I, I liked him. I thought he was cool that he was like doing good for Williams, but like this year, honestly, I'm very, I'm very impressed. impressed. I really I'm, like George Russell yeah. this year. I'm, I'm impressed that he's just like, yeah, he's just so like, I'm doing it. Like he's not taking any bullshit from anybody in Mercedes, which I kind of like. Like I think I think he's appreciative of his seat, and I think he's appreciative of the 
the car that he's gotten, but I think he's not like, he's not, I don't think he's fully being like, yes, this is, this is what is making me a good driver is the car. Yeah. What? Why are you I saw, cause I saw a video. I think it was probably a clip from drive to survive when they hired George Russell and oh, the, yeah. and his total, if he's like, good news, you're driving for Mercedes AMG Patronas. You do a, you do a total wolf accent so well. Bad news. <laughs> your teammates to Lewis Hamilton. But the clip was switched, so it was like, good news, your teammates to Lewis Hamilton. Bad news, you're driving for a Mercedes. <laughs> because the car sucks. <sighs> so that was what I was laughing about because I saw everyone that Everyone has a target on their back next year. So, but honestly, George Russell doing a fucking hell of a job defending. Like, it was borderline, I think, a couple times of him double moving but honestly i thought they, they they put him under investigation the faa oh did they I yeah didn't know that. they did That's they did weird. after the first time i think it was against perez when max was behind him they like they like noted that he did that and then his engineer was like hey don't do that because they noted that and he was like okay and like didn't okay. do it i thought it was still really good especially because I, I think mercedes even though they're back they're still down on pace a little bit but Russell, spo- I mean, spoiler, but not really spoiler. R- Russell was like my driver of the day because I felt like he had a really, really good race. And honestly, it speaks volumes that he's like, has been in the top five for the past every single race this year. So that's why he's on my fantasy team. Just saying, even though I'm not a Mercedes fan, I am a Russell fan. So good news. Good news. to AMG. What is it? There's like a super fucking long name. Mercedes AMG Patronas F1 team. Yes. I literally saw I saw a YouTube video where it was like all the drivers had to like name all the teams. Team. <laughs> no, it was like it was like name every F one team of like it was like an alphabet. So it was like it was like A through Z. It was like name the team or whatever. And it got to M and Lewis Hamilton literally was like, uh McLaren. And then the girl was like, I can't wait to tell your friends at Mercedes. And he was like, Oh shit, I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. <laughs> My next one is Poor Charles. So do you want to talk about Charles? Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we have to. I mean, there's yeah. not a lot to say, but I don't think. Although he got, could, he got all sad. It literally sounded like Monaco 2018 again. I think it would kind of be funny if we ended up uh, getting to the end of the notes and be like, oh, yeah, Leclerc retired. But <laughs> and but we won't do that because we talk about Leclerc, even though, I mean, they Ferrari had this race freaking locked up. Like there yeah. was no way they were not going to win that. They were like 20 seconds ahead at one point. They fucked it up. Um, and I don't even know what happened. Uh, uh, power engine, issue. Engine died or whatever, but it's been a long time since I've seen someone just retire out of the lead like that. So it's definitely crazy. Um, came out of nowhere. I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't It was literally know. like the commentators were like, that's a Ferrari going slow. That's a Ferrari. Charles Leclerc going slow. <laughs> they literally, in the broadcast, they're like, talking, Martin Brundle's like, yeah, Leclerc's pretty much got this. Yeah. And they cut it over to him going slow. Yeah. And I thought it was science at first. Like, Same. I was sucking, like, ah, like, fucking like, science again. <laughs> science is a new, um, <laughs> he's just a new Nikita Maz movie. He's not crashing into everybody. He's just like retiring. Imagine if Nikita Mazepin was in F1 still. Right? <laughs> Bro, I completely forget about that shit. In different universe, Nikita Mazepin and Haas Dude, has no points. Dude, I could points. not wait Haas to Haas would have no points right now. That's true. They would have a K-Mag, decent car and they would have no points. K-Mag literally them. saved Haas Unless Nikita Mazepin dead. was like actually really good, but he wasn't. He wasn't. He was trash. And his dad owned a giant manure company, so. Is that what it is? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you didn't know that. 
No, I didn't know <laughs> that. Literally a giant manure company. He owned a manure company and couldn't get his shit together. <laughs> clip that. Clip that. Clip that. That's the funniest thing I ever said. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess that's all we have to say about Charles. We're like Charles Leclerc has lost his points lead. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about that on Mike though. So I don't need to talk about that again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't really know what to say for Leclerc, but yeah. I already said it. Um, shit happens. <laughs> I just it blows my mind that like we have come this far in developing F1 cars and like it still can just like randomly lose power. Like I'm just like that, I love that. that. Like honestly, like <laughs> it's like a roll of the dice. It's like um, we'll see how it goes what today. I think makes it still because other series that are not fun to watch anymore, like NASCAR, NASCAR, <laughs> where you have a 600 mile race this weekend that used to be an endurance race and now will not be because the engines haven't changed since 1990. Whatever, so whatever. You're like, I'm not salty. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so the next note I have, why don't you read your note because it's correct, and I'll tell you guys what I wrote because uh, it's it connects to the previous episode. So shortly after, Russell and Max like had a good battle around lap 24 to 26, Pierre Gasly hit Noel's favorite driver, Lance Stroll, and it was hilarious because Lance Stroll spun out and then he got right back, but I literally noted it for Noel. Because I thought it was hilarious. And I think this was right after Leclerc retired. So I was still like kind of not. I was probably still thinking of what I was going to write for that. And so I thought it was Yuki Sonoda who ran into Lance Stroll. (laughs) So I wrote Yuki and Lance having a mid-off. Because those are the two drivers that I have talked about in the past few episodes, to put it lightly. Um, but, (laughs) But I guess it was Gasly who also is not doing very well this year he's not uh, he's, i didn't write any notes about gasly but he's one of your favorite drivers so he is so yeah so sorry yuki sonoda did yuki finish in the points again this weekend um, i think he finished yuki i'm sorry yuki sonoda you're you're doing a great job you got now 10 yeah so you you're a point you're you and lance stroll got two 10th place finishes in a row so um and stroll got 15th so well he did <laughs> well he got spun out by peter gasly Exactly. Pierre Gasly said, no, no, no. I don't think Gasly, he didn't get points. Mick Schumacher beat Magnussen. Come on, Mick. Do better. Because Magnussen got punted in the first lap. (laughs) Literally. I know. I literally got negative one points for Magnussen on my fantasy team. So this is kind of a whole thing because my first note was about Perez. Because they were talking about in the beginning of the race how this race is going to be tire management. And so we got to watch... Perez, because uh, he's really good at that. And my note was a little bit uh, tongue-in-cheek <laughs> because I threw science in the mud on my note because my management is tire better. Tire management, Perez is better than science because he has this skill is all I wrote. Hmm? But I, I, do think it's, I do think it is very cool that we, before the race even starts, we can talk about instances where Perez is the one to watch because yeah. he's the second driver, quote-unquote. But he has done super well this year. Like he's, yeah. um, he could have won, um, Saudi Arabia still. Um, we got the poll for that. And I honestly do think he had a good shot. I think the strategy, I think, well, I, you know, Red Bull wants Max to win, but I do think Red Bull could have done a strategy where Perez won. Yeah. Um, and, and then still benefited everyone. And they had, they brought back the team orders. We couldn't have a controversy free race. They did do team orders and essentially told him to get out of the way, which is 
the first chink in the Red Bull armor because I think they have a perfect like perfect driver lineup right now. Yeah. But as, as soon as you start swapping them like that, yeah. But um, I heard some and some people on the news were like, I get it because they want to power move over Ferrari. It's like so much. But still, like they could have done that with Perez in for, like it was so early in the season that it's like it. It's not like Max is like way ahead of everybody else, and like Max needs to get the most points because he has them. It's like no, that that was just because they want Max to to win that race, and it's so frustrating. And I, it's like even Perez was like, "This is not fair." Like when they told him to switch, but he's like, "But okay." Even if they didn't tell him to switch, I think with the strategy they were on, Max probably. Well, I don't know if he would have passed him because of the DRS thing, right? But um, I think he Max was kind of faster, but still, I mean. Perez got fastest lap at the end of the, end of the race. I think he pitted again, though. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I think but it was, was like close. The last I lap. think it was close, though, is what I'm trying to say. And I think um, Team Warner's is just stupid. And I, yeah. I, they've been, I don't think they're banned right now, but they don't. I mean, the teams I know everyone hates it because they didn't just tell him get out of the way. They're like, he's on a different strategy. They, no, they, they told him that, that he was a faster, that he had a faster car. And Perez was like, that's not fair. So but. that was, um, I, that sucked. <laughs> that yeah. sucked. But I do think Perez is going to, th- I think he's going to win this year. I don't, they were in the beginning of the season, just based off last year, I I was, I don't, on the fence yeah. if he would win, but I definitely think he's, I mean, Emily finished second, he got stuck behind Carlos Sainz in um, that other race, Miami. <laughs> That other race, you know, that one. I think think Perez, team order sucked, but I think he did a really good job. And he just got past Russell immediately when Max pitted to get him out of the way. But he did have DRS, but... I don't know. I think he's a good driver. That's my boy. He's he's got dad vibes. Good dad vibes there. Okay, so that's that's, that's all I wrote for the notes. The rest of the race, I mean, we've kind of already covered it. Lewis Hamilton retired, or Lewis Hamilton did not retire. I wish. He recovered and finished fifth. Of course, the Mercedes had that cooling thing. I don't even know what yeah. that was. Um, Bottas finished sixth. Oh, I think... Um, that's what I was going to say. Sorry, I just remembered that. I was going to say, I wish uh, Sergio Perez would just pull a Valtteri Bottas and just say, to whom it may concern, fuck you. He might say it the next time he wins. <laughs> He'll just say it in Spanish. He'll just be like, hola. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I don't even know what fuck you in Spanish is. Yeah, do I? Oh. Fuck. Fuck. Yo. <laughs> That's so wrong. I think I'm so fuck sorry. you is probably a universal fucking language yeah. thing. I, um, uh, the only other things I have, um, I think Alfa Romeo were on a bad strategy. They kind of cost Bottas to put positions in the end. I think, I think Alfa Romeo might have this fourth fastest car, but uh, Zhou Guan Yu is... His rookie is showing. Yeah, he was, he does good in like the first part of the race, and then it's just like at the end, he's like, "Uh oh, how am I? How did I get an 18th? Oh, how did I DNF? Uh oh, how did I get back here?" Um, Lando Norris had tonsillitis. Yeah, I heard about that. Does I, he have it right now? And everyone's talking about how he's not feeling well. Still sick, I think, for Monaco, which is probably uh, the worst qualifying session to be sick for, but. Yeah. Um, but that was pretty, he still finished eighth. I saw a tweet P2 
people are saying Lando Norris, it's only tonsillitis, but you won't even get out of bed after you're hungover. So you won't even take the garbage out after you're hungover. So true. Call um, for you, Lando. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's really all it is for. I don't know why I talked about. That. <laughs> that's really all I have to say. <laughs> for the Spanish Grand Prix, it was really good. It was dope as shit. Hella fresh. Hella um, fresh. Freaky fresh. All right, I'm gonna um, head out. <laughs> all right, I'm about to head out. All right, so the closing for this episode, we're gonna talk about a couple drivers who. Um, well, wait, wait. This wait, is kind of how the new wait, format wait, is gonna wait, go. Wait. <laughs> is we're gonna we're gonna talk about the race, and then we're gonna have some like in the news today with F1. Netflix are a real bunch of cunts, aren't they? <laughs> um. So the first thing is that. Kimi Raikkonen is back, and he's going to NASCAR. Kimi Raikkonen will be driving. It's a one-race deal. It's probably the most expensive one-race deal ever. I don't know what they're going to pay him, but I, Stupid. if you're bringing Kimi Raikkonen out of retirement. Dude, dude, you have to be paying some pretty fucking... But, but, that team, but that team has a pretty penny because the team he is running for is Trackhouse Racing, which is part owned by Pitbull. Is it really? Yes, so that is like Mr. Worldwide? Yes. Mr. Yes. 305? Pitbull? <laughs> I didn't even know that. So uh, it's track house racing. They've won a couple times already this season. It's like a brand new team, but. Um, worldwide. <laughs> That's amazing. And it is part owned by Pitbull. He's there, everyone. I don't know. I don't know exactly what he does for it. He, he probably just, just gives them the money. probably just has a guy who comes in and say, "Hey, by the way, your team won." He's like, "Fuck it." No, he goes, "Dale." Tournament has been through tough times. Been there, done that. Believe me. <laughs> I love Pitbull. I <laughs> could you said that. Well, Kimmy Reichen is driving for Pitbull at Watkins Glen, which that is that makes so much sense though. Like that, literally, like in my mind, like you know how it's like people think about like. The number seven and Tuesday. Yeah. This is like Pitbull and Kimi Raikkonen. Like, you wouldn't think they are the same, but their vibes, the same. <laughs> so, yeah, Pitbull, uh, Pitbull will not be driving. Kimi Raikkonen will be driving. And it's the third car that I think is like the goal of it is to diversify the, the field in NASCAR. With um, a finish, man. With, with Kimi Raikkonen. Okay. Kimi Raikkonen actually has run some NASCAR races before. Uh, it was like 2011 and it was not the cup series. Like he's going top level for this one. He ran in the truck series and he did the Xfinity oh. series. He did one race in each and did, he finished like 15th in the truck series. I don't know where he finished in the other See, one. This is why you're a resident, uh, NASCAR guy. Cause I don't know anything. I only, I don't remember that happening. I've only heard about that since I got into F1. So, ah. um, I just, I think it's hilarious that. Kimmy Raikkonen is, is just is coming back because he literally was like, I'm fucking done with this. And then he's like, oh, JK, Pitbull's giving me that good-ass money. I'm a so that'll be fun, die. I think. I don't know. I, it's kind of hard to – it's the only race that car is going to run this season, so sometimes teams will struggle with putting together the people to do one race, but it's a good team he's running for. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, Pitbull X, Kimmy Raikkonen. Yes. I think that should be – Mr. Worldwide, Kimi Raikkonen. The other thing I want to talk about is Daniel Ricciardo because we've, I mean, we've kind of even talked about this in the predictions video where you thought Daniel Ricciardo was not going to be in F1. I still don't think he will. I mean, it's not guaranteed. He's yeah. only got one points finish this season, and I think Zach Brown just said in an interview um, that 
he hints at mechanisms to end Ricardo's deal early. I think he said that both like their expectations are not really been met right now. Which is fair. I mean, like any he, job, like he if did you fuck win, up. But, um, but yeah, it hasn't been a good season. And I think Colton Herta is an American driver. He's currently in IndyCar. Colton Herta right now, he's actually, if Andretti gets an F1 team, um, he's going to be the driver. But he's actually signed for McLaren, I think. And he's going to get a test later this year. McLaren oh. have an IndyCar team, it just so happens. So oh, McLaren is kind of the best team for scouting American drivers right now. Hell, yeah. Um, I think Daniel Ricciardo is gonna, could be replaced by Colton Herta next year or the year. I, I don't know if it'll be next year, but he's getting an F1 test. He might. He could do a free practice session. I feel like maybe they'll give him one more shot. Like they'll be like, all right, Daniel, this is your last year. Fucking get your shit together. And then they'll give him like three races. If he fucks up all three of those races, they'll be like, you're out halfway through. Just like fucking Alex Albon with a. Because unless they, they're not, they're not going to get rid of Lando Norris. I think he has a super long contract anyway. He signed until 2028. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's like a long ass contract. Like I remember that was like the conversation. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. It's like crazy long. So that is something that I think could happen. And the only, the the main reason I'm bringing that up is because I have a confession to make everyone. I can't believe I'm admitting this on the podcast. It's probably going to end the podcast. I cannot believe I'm telling you this on the podcast. But, guys, the the biggest race in the world is happening on Sunday. The greatest race ever. And it's the Indy 500. God not damn it, the Monaco no. Grand Prix. I actually think the Indy 500 is the best single race in the world ever. And I think it's like an F1 race, basically. I mean, it technically was an F1 race. Is Roman Grosjean racing in it? He is. <gasps> and he's qualified, actually pretty well um, but i think it's the it's indycar is, is very weird because they have this one race that feels like the biggest race in the world and then no one gives a shit about any of the other races <laughs> the indy the indy 500 win is more coveted like more of a resume item than the indycar championship no one even knows who that is like i, That's I don't so weird so it's a very weird and no one even knows what an indie car is like what is an indie car like right um so i but honestly i think people flack on oval racing a lot because of nascar but seriously like they're going they hit a top speed this week at past week of 240 miles per hour holy shit and the qualifying pace was indycar qualifying is like an average of four laps so you can't be really good for one. Like you have to be good. Like you can't destroy uh-huh. your shit in the first lap because you got to run four. And the average pace was two hundred and thirty-four miles an hour across that, and you have to do that for five hundred miles. If you even stop thinking for one second, the wall is right there, and you're going two hundred thirty-five <laughs> miles an hour. So the door's there, bitch. There's the, the wa- door. <laughs> so yeah. I just wanted to say that because I'm going to the Indy Five Hundred and. Uh, Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah, is, Noel's not going to watch the Monaco Grand Prix. He's going to watch the highlights. The when I went day. in 2019 to the Indy 500, I remember watching the Monaco Grand Prix in the car right before, <laughs> on the way. Because Indy's like Indianapolis is like a ghost town yeah. that morning when you're going there because that's where everybody is. Yeah. And also the Indy 500 no, is like almost sold out and they can hold like 400,000 people there. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a party. It's like it's an F one race. It's a party. There's but a, they, Americanized. They have more. a concert going on in the in the infield while the race is going on. So Fuck yeah! One of my friends is going to be there, but for the concert. Fuck yeah! Noel's gonna have so much fun, guys. So and I'm not in a neck brace for this one. So Woo! 
Um, but I'm I'm Roman Grosjean. What did they have an Indy last year? Yeah, okay. the Indy 500 actually didn't get canceled for COVID. They ran at one. Said, they this. ran without fans, and they ran it in July, which it's always been in the May. In May, but mm. but um, yeah. <laughs> this is now an Indy car podcast. So I may talk about the Indy 500 a lot in the next episode, which I know we'll you guys give we'll give him we'll give him his own mini episode of just the Indy 500 um, and the breakdown of it. So back he to can, Monaco, though. Back he can to, teach me about Indy car. <laughs> back to Monaco. And we're going to do predictions for the Monaco Grand Prix. So same thing as like before, pole and the podium. All right. Um, okay. So this. actually first we'll talk about the power rankings. They haven't really changed. Yeah, um, from the, if, if we did a race for like, or an episode for like Miami, I would have put Lewis Hamilton in the bottom five. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think of would be different is I, I would put Mick lower, but yeah, that's it. I don't think I would swap anyone else. I don't think the top no. has changed much. Maybe for step or maybe I don't I don't even know if I put I don't remember. Maybe Perez would be up a little bit like over Russell, but like that's about it. But like so. even Russell is pretty good. I don't know. It's tough. So we'll, we'll we'll come back to it. If there's like a really weird race where something crazy happens and we feel like the power ranking has changed, we'll come back to it then. Science was already not in the top five, so he can't drop out. Maybe I'd put science on the bottom. So for my predictions for the poll. Um, I have Perez because I think um, this is kind of his type of track. I think I think way back to when he was in Force India, he was always on the po- he was street circuits were what he was really good at, and he won Azerbaijan last year. I don't remember why he didn't do that well in Monaco, or if he, if he didn't do well last year. But with Monaco, the, with the Red Bull speed, and um, he's already gotten pole this year. I think this will this will do it. This will be it. This will be his pole position. Hell yeah, I got Evil. another Perez stand. <laughs> um, you just better, honestly. Like. Yeah, you know, I'm just getting a little bit better. <laughs> um, for me, I really think Leclerc is going to get pole. Um, I think he's going to get pole, and everyone's going to be like really hyped about it. They'd be like, "Yes, he's going to do it." And then like Pato, I I do not think he's going to get first. He may get podium. But I don't think he's going to get first place. I think something's going to happen. I think there's going to be a safety car because it's freaking Monaco. Your podium. Epic, epic. So my podium, boring first, boring winner. Most important pole position in Monaco. Or most po- <laughs> most important pole position of the year is Monaco because you cannot freaking pass at Monaco. Yep. So I have Perez winning because he got the pole. Woo. And I just, uh, I'm just kind of trying to will it into existence that Leclerc and Verstappen wipe each other out. Yes, it so will happen. I have year. Perez, Bottas, and Russell. Whoa! Uh, I originally, Botas. I literally changed it while you were talking because I originally had Perez, Russell, and Norris because based off practice speed. But like Norris is sick. But Norris is sick, which I am. So um, so I put Bottas there because I'm trying to will it into existence. Really, it's more of a. This is it's more of a I want this to happen than a um this will happen. Sort of like the winners we picked earlier where I picked ten. There was a sprint. We completely forgot about the sprint. In Imola? In Italy, yeah. Oh. The sprints suck. I don't know. <laughs> um my podium I have fuck, who did I just think of? Anyways, so um my podium for Monaco um is I think it's gonna go. Mm, I really 
I think it's gonna go Max Leclerc Perez. I'm going boring. I'm going boring. I'm Aww. going boring this round. I know. I'm going boring this round because it's Monaco, and I think it's just gonna be. Ow. I think it's. I think it's just gonna be locked in as soon as whoever gets for qualifying because it's fucking Monaco and you can't do shit. So, but I think there will be a safety car, not because of the front runners, but I think because of the mid pack, something is gonna happen. Somebody's gonna crash, and then that's how. Uh, Verstappen's gonna get in front of Leclerc. Okay, that makes that makes. I I mean, you can't if you're gonna get a pass done, it's got to be on the start. I think so. Yeah. Or like in a pit stop, which maybe, but I don't know. Um. But yeah. Only yeah. I think 1996. I just saw a video about this. 1996 Monaco Grand Prix. Only three people finished. So. <laughs> so way. hopefully we get that. That's, that's the kind of race I want. <laughs> I want a race where they have to like question who. who okay, so what if like everybody gets knocked out? Um, they probably just take the classification then. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can, t- I don't know if you score points. Like if you are, I think we talked about this when it was, uh, it was Saudi Arabia last year. We were talking about like, Oh, like what if Leclerc and Hamilton just, or not Leclerc. God damn it. What if Verstappen and Hamilton just like both knock each other out, but they're like tied for points right now. So then, then what? But then you said something about like, Oh, um, it's whoever has like the most wins and it would have been Verstappen. Yeah. I don't know what happens if you are like classified as retired, but still 10th. I don't know. We can, My God. We can end this episode now. Okay. Well, okay. thanks guys. Well, okay. That is going to do it for this episode. Then, um, we will be back for Monaco. Hopefully, yes. uh, probably maybe I don't I'm know. looking at the we'll work schedule how, right now. We'll see how life turns out. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much, guys. I don't know how to end these. Thanks for listening. So, Lance Stroll, if you're listening, um, thanks. Yay. Thanks for listening. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank thank you. Make sure to hit that like button. I don't comment know. below. I don't even I don't know. know if you can like this on Spotify. You can you I can didn't follow even say it. it, guys. This podcast, this podcast <laughs> is on Spotify. I was gonna start the episode with guys. That. We're on Spotify now. I was right. like in New York, like texting Noel. I was like, no, I think we could put our podcast on Spotify. And I like set up an article. I was like, please do this. And Somebody told it. me you could not put on Spotify until you had five episodes. So I was like, oh, well, that's never going to happen. We're on Spotify now, though, guys. You don't have to download Podbean anymore, which you still can. Podbean's pretty good. I hate you, Podbean. Fuck <laughs> you. It's caused a lot of stress. I don't know if you're listening. I don't know if you they approve this. I fucking hate you, your app. Like, it sucks. Like... Well, now you don't need to put it on podcast. Thanks anymore. for putting well, I do because it's the host, like the reason oh. I have to use it. Sorry, um, bud. But it's I okay. still hate I should, fuck you, honestly. Like fuck you, Pod. We're also on TikTok now too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man, I didn't talk about any of that shit. <laughs> ah. All right. If you listen all the way to Let's the end. Let's restart the episode. <laughs> hey guys, welcome. All right, but that's it for this episode. Um yes. thanks for watching, listening. Oh my god. We'll and, get it right one day, guys. Um I'm the only one who's getting it wrong. <laughs> this but, is a group effort. But we win and lose as a team. So thanks for listen I almost did it again. Thanks for <laughs> listening. And we will not we're not gonna see you in the next one. Fuck. I don't well, know how to end uh, these yet. You will hear us in the next one. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Done? Yeah.